to lift him up in prayer as he stands to uh, expound on the word. And please, I'm going to say this again. Please, ma'am and please, sir, if you can, and I'm, I'm sure you probably can, don't go to sleep. Somebody was reaching a lot. Well, the reason why I say that because you might miss something. And it's the enemy's job to cause us to, to, to be distraught. Not only that, but be distracted. Amen. It, it is his job. And it's both, it's, it is for both the adults and the children. Because, you know, uh, when God comes back, he doesn't care whether you are an adult or a child. He's still coming back. So you two need to know the timeline <coughs> so you'll be able to share with others. Now, let's give God a hand clap of praise for his word. Amen. Morning, church. To return with me to the book of Amos, get yourselves ready. Uh, test. One, two, three. Test, test. <clears throat> Amos, the 18th chapter, let me see, the 5th chapter, verses 18 through 20. Book of Amos, test 1, 2, 3, test. Before I get started, I want to um, go over some stuff. Cut them phones off. Cut them off. Five, four, three, two, one, we're live. I want you to pay attention to the board up here. Put that back up, uh, that picture up. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, we come before you this morning as humbly as we know how. We come keeping order in the church because this is crucial times. Father, we thank you for allowing us to see another day, another day of health. Another chance you've given us. And in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let church say amen. Amen. Our title today is the prophecy of Magog. You'll understand it more and more in a minute. We're going to start off with what we call war tactics. And like the lady said, my wife, Pastor Brennan, she said, don't go to sleep if you can. You see down here in the bottom where the Black Sea is? You see that? You see this little place right here called Crimea? Thirty years ago, in 19, I think, 91, the Soviet Union busted up. Came Russia. Other states went their way. That's like the United States of America busting up and every state going its own way. Well, in order to gain that territory back and more, The man, Mr. Putin, has decided that he's going to make some moves. And so in 2014, the first thing they did was he took a place called Crimea. You see down here where the Black Sea is? That's war strategy. By taking Crimea... Ukraine is up above it, right? You see this Black Sea? By taking Crimea, Russia, Mr. Putin, was able to control the Black Sea. 
And if you control the Black Sea, or if you control any place that you're trying to take over, so his first strategy was to take charge of the Black Sea by taking on Crimea. Now, he's got the ability to cut off any support. Amen? That's what the devil tries to do. The first thing the devil tries to do is cut off our communication. In any war, that's the first thing you do, is cut off communications. In 2022, he's got all this blockaded. Now he can come in and surround Ukraine. You see his strategy, don't you? This is his war strategy. This is his game. He threatened Ukraine not to join NATO. And they were afraid to do it. But he didn't stop there. He's also threatening Sweden and Finland, which are up on the north or the northwest of him, I believe it is. But one of them is right on the border, and the other one is close to the border. So what he's doing is he's gaining property. And there's a whole lot of killing going on in the midst of it. Amen? Put the first scripture up for me, please. First scripture, this is what the word of God asks the question here in Amos 5, and I'm going to read verses 18 to 20. This is for those of us who desire or think they desire to see the day of the Lord. You know, you got people trying to hasten this thing. But this is what God's word says to all those that desire the day of the Lord. He said, woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. And then he asks a question. He said, to what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. As if a man did flee from a lion mm -hmm, and a bear met him. This is what the day of the Lord is like. Or he went into a house and he leaned his hand on a wall and a serpent bit him. Wow. Don't seem like there's going to be no escape, is it? Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light? Even very dark and no brightness in it. What's in it for you? Desiring to see the wrath of God and the day of God's day. Day of the Lord. Upon this earth. Amen? Amen. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Ezekiel. Let's deal with the prophecy of Magog. 38. Ezekiel. Amen. 
We're going to start at verse 2. Are we there? Tell me when you get there. Two, two, four. Are we there? It's on, the, it's on the monitor. It should be. This is what the word of the Lord said. It says, Son of man, set thy face against Gog, the land of Magog. The chief prince of Meshesh and Tubal and prophesy against him and say, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshesh and Tubal, and I will turn thee back and bring thee forth, and put hooks into thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth, and all thine army, and horses, and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Can I get an amen? Mm. He says he's against Gog, which is the land of Magog, amen? Gog is a territorial demon that presides over the land of Magog, which is an ancient Scythian tribe now known as Russia. Do you get it? Gog means mountain or stronghold, amen? And it's that territorial ancient demon that's been there the whole time over the land of Russia or Magog, a.k.a. Russia. God says prophesy to him. So people in Russia, if you're listening, Mr. Putin or whoever, Maybe the word will get to him, but God is against you. He says it in his word that I'm against you. And he also says in his word what he's going to do to you. He's going to put a pruning hook in your mouth, in your jaw. He's going to turn you back. And that ain't all he's going to do to you. Let's go to the next verse in Ezekiel. The next one on the screen, which will be verses 9. We're going to read 9 through 12. Because the prophecy speaks for itself. Amen. He said, thou shalt ascend uh and come like a storm. Is that not what he's doing? Come on, y'all. Y'all can do better than that. I say, is that not what he's doing? Talk to me. You open your mouth to eat now. Talk. <laughs> open your mouth to eat this. Uh-huh. Thou shalt be like a cloud to cover the land. And all thy bands and many people with thee. Amen. Mm-hmm. He's got Russia right on point. Thus saith the Lord God, it shall also come to pass that at the same time shall things come 
into my mind. Same time you doing what you're doing, it's going to bring up some things in my mind, God says. Mm-hmm. And thou shalt think an evil thought. Is that not evil, what he's thinking? He says, and thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. See, them people living in peace. And I will go to them that are at rest. Those people were at rest. That dwell safety. They were dwelling safety. They thought they were. But the Bible says that when we say peace and safety, sudden destruction shall come upon us. And we shall not escape. That's what the book of Thessalonians tells us. He says that, and thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages, and I will go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls, and having neither bars nor gates. Open range. And I'm going to take a spoil, and to take a prey, and to turn thine hand upon the desolate places that are now inhabited. Mm Mm-hmm. And upon the people that are gathered out of the nations, which have gotten cattle and goods and dwell in the midst of the land, drop on down. Because as I said, it speaks for itself. Verse 14. Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say unto God, he's talking to that territorial demon, thus saith the Lord, in the day, when my people of Israel see he's going, he's coming. Magog, Russia, he's coming. He's coming at God's people. Oh, but on the day that you come up against my people of Israel, he just ain't talking about land mass. He's talking about people. He said, my people of Israel. Israel scattered throughout the whole world. Mm-hmm. Even over there in Ukraine. Amen. Come on with it. Mm-hmm. And he says that <laughs> you're going to come, and in that day, when my people of Israel, when they come up, mm-hmm, in that day, when they dwell in safety, thou shalt not know it. And thou shalt come up from the place out of the north part. That's right. Thou and many people with thee. Ain't he doing it? All of them riding upon horses, a great company and a mighty army. Yes, sir. And thou shalt come up against my people of Israel as a cloud to cover the land. And it shall be in the latter days, Uh the days that we're in now. And I will bring thee against my land, he says, that the heathen may know me. When I shall be sanctified in thee, O God, before their eyes. Thus saith the Lord God. Yes, question. Watch this. Art thou he? He's asking Russia. Art thou he of whom I've spoken of in old times by my service, the prophets of Israel, which prophesied in those days many years that I would bring thee against them? He said, you the one? Now, God already knows he's the one. God doesn't stand this. But sometimes God asks us a question like he asked Adam. 
He said, where are you, Adam? He knew where Adam was. He knew Adam had screwed up. But he wanted to know, did Adam know where he was? God is reminding Russia by saying, are you the one that I had my prophet speak of in the days of old? See, he, he, he's putting a thought in Russia's head, trying to get them to see, but they're not going to see. He said, you the one? It ain't that God didn't know that he was the one. God won't know that he know he was the one. <laughs> See, do you know you crazy? <laughs> uh, that's a question. It's not that everybody else is crazy, but do you know that you crazy? Uh-huh. That's a question. He says in the book of Ezekiel 38, in verse 18, he says, And it shall come to pass at the same time when God shall come again. The land of Israel. See that old territorial demon. He wants territory. And he's moving Israel, Magog. I mean, he's moving Magog, Russia, to do it. But he says, Thus said the Lord God, that my fury shall come up in my face. He said, You're going to make me mad. For my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath (laughs) have I spoken this. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Verse 23 says, Thus will I magnify myself, and I'm going to sanctify myself. And I'll be known in the eyes of many nations that they shall know that I am the Lord. You see, the problem is, is that we're forgetting who the real boss is. You got a triangle going on here, upside down right now. You've got Russia on the move, the bat. You got the U.S., who ain't nothing but a bunch of chumps. They couldn't win a war. They weak. You got China down here at the bottom of the triangle, the point, and they lying in wait, doing things secretly with Putin. Mm-hmm. So Putin is on the move, and God is watching everything that's going on. He's watching how he's racking. He's watching how the U.S. is racking. He's watching how China and all them others who are with or against what's going on. He's watching everything. Somebody say he's watching everything. He's watching us. He really is. Very close. See, the word's going to speak for itself. It's going to be self-explanatory. Ezekiel 39, verses 1 and 2. I ain't going to be with you long. Do not long at all. Ezekiel 39, verses 1 and verses 2. Put that up, please. It says here, Therefore thou son of man prophesy against God. He keeps saying that, don't he? And say, thus saith the Lord. He keeps saying, I'm the one saying this. Behold, I'm against thee. Tell him again, O God. The chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, neighbor. 
I will turn thee back. Watch what he's going to do. And he's going to clarify what he's going to do to these chunks. And I will turn thee back, and I'm going to leave but the sixth part of thee. Good God, you know. A six is all he's going to leave with that army. And I will cause thee to come up from the north parts, and I will bring thee upon the mountain of Israel. He's going to be moving, y'all, just like he's doing now. He's not going to stop. Did you hear me? He's not going to stop. See, he's being emboldened. Because he feels nobody can stop him. Because everybody's scared of him. America's scared of him. They don't. They really are. 70 to 80 percent of our economy, hear me, church. 70 to 80 percent of our economy is owned by China. 70 to 80 percent. That's why you see everything made in China because China owns America. 70 to 80 percent of our economy comes from China. So when you invested in money, you can't make the right decision when the hard decisions have to be made. See, that's what America's problem is right now, see. See, they've allowed themselves to be patsy to other nations. And when you become a patsy to other nations, you become handicapped. And when you become handicapped, you can't make the right decisions because your livelihood depends on money from them. And if they cut it off, then you're in trouble because you owe them. Now, when you owe somebody and they demand payment, they can take what you got, right? That's all over the world, amen? They can either take it by force or they can take it by the fact that you surrender it. Amen? He said, I'm going to knock off a sixth part. Well, Russia is on the move towards God's people eventually. This is just a prelude. Go to Daniel 11, 44. I'm almost done. Go to Daniel 11, 44. See, our job as preachers is to keep you up to date and keep you on cue with what's happening now. And any time that you go into the Old Testament, if you're not able and adept and expert enough to take it out of under the law into grace, then you're putting the people back under the law. So you nullifying the death of Christ in folk life, right? Because the law can't save you, and you definitely can't do the law. So you need grace, but tidings out of the east. Now, he's on the move, right? But tidings out of the east and out of the north shall trouble him. That's that Antichrist army, U.S. and all Europe and all of them. They coming from one way. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to do, not getting together. But then old China, out of the east, is going to mess them up, too. They coming, too, see, because all of them are going to converge. You know, it's in the book of Revelation that the Euphrates, how it was dried up to allow the armies of the east to come forth. Amen? Amen. 
Yeah, it's in the book. But tidings out of the east and out of the north shall trouble him. Therefore he shall go forth with a great fury to destroy and utterly to make a way with many. In other words, he's going to try to destroy everything in sight. But as he's on the move, he's going to hear about the Antichrist army coming, the Europeans and the Americans. Eventually they're going to get some kahuna and they're going to make a move. And when they make that move, China's going to make that move too. And God is going to turn back him, Russia. He's going to turn him back between the mountains. The glorious mountains of Israel. And there he's going to hit him with an earthquake like it was in the days of Zechariah. One of them, 12 on the Richter scale. And if y'all know anything about that, that's as high as an earthquake you can go. He says it's going to be a great shaking in the land. And he's going to kill them. And leave but a sixth part of the Russian army so that they can go back and say, ooh, they put the fire on us. No, God put the fire on you. Let's go back to Ezekiel, 39th chapter. Verses 2 through 14. He says now, and I will turn thee back, and I'm going to leave but a sixth part of thee. And I'm going to cause thee to come up from the north parts and bring upon thee, uh, bring thee upon the mountains of Israel. I just told you that. Look what he's going to do. And I'm going to spit smit, that's kill thy bow out of thy left hand. And I'm going to cause thine arrows to fall out. Of thy right hand. Because there's going to be a great shaking. In the land. And thou shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel. Thou and all thy bands. And the people that are with thee. And I will give thee unto the ravenous birds. Of every sort. And to the beast. Of the field. To be devoured. He's talking to you Russia. And I will smite thy bow out of thy left hand and will cause thine arrows to fall out of thy right hand. Verse 5 says, Thou shalt fall upon the open field. For I have spoken it, saith the Lord. God keeps on reiterating the fact that he's the one that's doing the talking. It ain't manly. Is God doing the talking? Put that next scripture up, please. And I will send a ooh, and I will send a fire on Magog, on Russia, and among them that dwell carelessly in the isles, that's them who trying to play both sides against the middle. And they shall know that I'm the Lord. Lord seems like he wants some folk to know that he's God. Verse 7. So I will make my holy name known in the midst of my people Israel. 
And they're all over the world now. And I will not let them pollute my holy name anymore. And the heathen shall know it, that I am the Lord, the Holy One in Israel. Amen? Amen. Next verse. Behold, it is come, and it is done, saith the Lord God. This is the day whereof I have Right now. You see why you need a right now word? Well, you will know what's going on. Because what's going on, put the next verse up. Because what's going on is affecting all of us. Affecting gas prices, food, everything. No one is going to escape it. And they that dwell in the cities of Israel shall go forth and shall set on fire... And burn the weapons just after he hit them with the earthquake. Both thy shields and thy bucklers, the bows and arrows, the hand staffs, the spears, the whole thing. And they shall burn them with fire. How long? That's a whole lot of destruction. It takes seven years to clean it up, right? Next verse. So that they shall take no wood out of the field. See, they ain't going to have to go out and get no wood to burn nothing. It's going to be all that debris. Neither have they got to cut down any out of the forest. Well, praise God, maybe we save some air. For they shall burn the weapons with fire, and they shall spoil those that spoil them. Amen. Recompense for recompense, and rob those that rob them, saith the Lord God. Turn this whole thing around. Next verse. And it shall come to pass in that day that will I give unto Gog a place there of graves in Israel. And watch this. The valley of the passengers on the east of the sea it shall not stop the noises or though the noises of the passengers. And there shall they bury Gog, that's those that's following that demonic spirit, and all his multitude, which is Russia, and those dwelling in the Isles carelessly, and they shall call it the valley of Hamangog. Mm-hmm. Next verse. Because there's so much there. Look here. For seven months shall the house of Israel be bearing them. Seven months. They're going to be bearing people who are dead and lying all over the place like they over in Ukraine right now. That they may cleanse the land. Next verse. Yeah, all people of the land should bury them. And it shall be to them a renowned, and it shall be to them a renowned the day that I shall be glorified, saith the Lord God. Next verse. And they shall sever out men of continual employment. They're going to be wanting people to be employed all the way. Passing through the land to bury with the passengers those that remain upon the face of the earth. Those that remain. Upon the face of the earth. I told you it's going to hit more than just one place. 
I told you that. See, you got a closed mind when all you can see is the land of Israel in a geographical area. Your, your mind ain't where it need to be with that. And they say, passing through the land. They, passengers, though, that remain upon the face of the earth, they're going to implore them to cleanse it. After the end of seven months, shall they search. Seven months. Next verse. Next verse. Is it one up there? That's it. Yeah, the Bible says that that's exactly what they're going to do, that they shall sever out them men, continual employment. That means there's going to be a whole lot of people dead. People wasn't trying to say this, and I told you, oh, I'm not going to be with the Lord. The Lord has already spoken. There's nothing else that I can tell you about the situation. Because God's word has already laid it out. He's already told you. What's going on? Now, they're desecrating plays over there in Ukraine about the Holy Cause, the Holy Ghost, Holy Cause, or the Holocaust, or whatever you want to call it. Putin has already bombed one of them places. Now he's already trying to blame others for starting the fight. The man mind is gone. And the thing about it is, he has nuclear weapons. Yeah. So don't you think that we're safe? Because ain't nobody safe. Now we're going about every day, walking around here on earth looking stupid, caught up in Paying this bill or that bill, caught up on the job or whether we're going to have a job. You know, all these old things. And craziness is happening all around us because we're living among dangerous minds. We're living among people. See, everybody don't care. See, some people don't want money. Some people don't want power. Some people just want to see the world burn. You got people out there that just want to see the world burn. They want to see, they call them firebugs. They like to see things burn. They want to burn it down. And Mr. Putin, he's come to that place in his head where he doesn't care about anything except what he wants. And what he's doing is affecting the whole world. And that's why I'm preaching to the nations this morning. Because what's going on now is affecting everybody. It's bringing hard times on everybody. And it wouldn't surprise me if something ain't hurry up and done. It wouldn't surprise me that gas gets $6, $7 a gallon. It wouldn't surprise me at all. might surprise you. But it won't surprise me. Because what I see ain't pretty. 
and what the God, what God is telling me ain't pretty. And I'm not up here to give you a pretty message. I'm in here, you come in pretty today and you leave with your hair a little ruffled. <laughs> Cause it's gonna get ugly. Uh-huh. Wifey done told you that over and over and over. Least alone me. An apostle, Adams. These folk working out of these prophetic spirits. They're trying to keep you up on what's going on up in here. Don't be looking at me. Look at the God in me. Quit running your mouth and telling everything on everybody. Can't wait to run your mouth. Ooh, did I hit a nerve then? You talk too much. You got too much mouth. That's why you can't get in a position any higher than you're in, because you talk too much. See, when you're in a position like bringing mine, you got to shut up. You got to take things to your grave that you know about people. But do you give us the same that we give to you? The same confidentiality. Because a lot of y'all like to talk. <laughs> y'all don't be mad at me. Just say sometimes I run my mouth too much. Well, I can't get you to say that, Sue. Now, if I said that sometimes I run my mouth too much, you'd be oh, amen, amen, amen. But I say sometimes you use your mouth too much. See, you don't want to talk to me. But I'll tell you and I'll tell you again and I'm closing. My closet stays open. You can look at my skeletons anytime because I ain't trying to hide nothing from no. See, you either going to love me or you're not. It don't make no difference to me whether you do or not because that's your choice. But see, I don't have to feel about you the way you feel about me because God's word said, bless those that curse you. Mm-hmm. Do good to those that hate you. Mm-hmm. Pray for those that despitefully use you. Y'all know all that good stuff. That ain't so easy to do. So I'm going to bless you while you curse me. I'm going to bless you. I'm not going to fall down on your status. Mm-mm. I'm not going to do that. I have a higher standard of integrity when it comes to how I treat my fellow man. Because I found in there where whosoever loveth one another has fulfilled the whole law. That's what I hold on to. I don't hold on to the fact of this, I ain't doing this, or I ain't doing that. I run myself crazy. I do the best I can. You know what I'm saying? And I move on. And just continue to love. Continue to throw that love out. Because love is the holy healing that we have. Amen. So in my closing, I'm going to say this. Remember, remember Magog, remember Russia, that God is against Russia. Don't matter no different what it looks like. God saying, I'm against him. God saying, I'm going to turn him back. I'm going to put pruning hooks in his mouth. I'm going to kill a six of them. That's God speaking. And that's not me. And that's why I read it from the scriptures, straight from the scriptures. God's word. 
with no added. Ain't nothing needed to be added. Not this morning. No revelation, no nothing, no nothing. It's plain and simple. It's plain as a goat. You know what going uphill. All you got to do is look up. You're bound to see it. Did you hear what I said? That's the way it is. Plain talk. But real talk. Up-to-date talk of what's going on now. And by going on now, it's going to affect you. And it's going to affect me, and it's already doing it. And don't think that we're so out of range that we can't be hit. Just a few, couple weeks ago, those people were dwelling in safety. And then, all of a sudden, ain't got no home, ain't got no food, running. It could happen to us, right? Come on now. Just how secure is your job? How secure is your money? How secure is your health? How secure is your life? Just how secure is it really? That's why Paul said, for for God I live and for God I die. That's why old man Job said that even though he slay me, I'm still going to put my trust in him. It don't matter. Because the absence from the body is to be present with the Lord. So yes, times are going to get harder and harder and harder. It's been prophesied. It is what it is. God's not going to change his way or word on that. Now to the preachers, I don't got nothing to do with what you're preaching. But I am saying this. It's time out from getting a good shout and a good rolling on the floor and a Look at your neighbor, and God going to give you this, and God going to give you that. It's time out for that, people. Now, now, God ain't happy with us. That's all I got to say about it. I'm done because God has spoken. Amen? Amen. 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 Come on.